Hey everyone, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to the Watching Up Pod. This is Michelle. I'm Rachel. And we're here today to bring you all this week's hot gossip and talk about movies and TV and all the fun stuff. How's it going? Pretty good. Can't believe it's Valentine's Day. It's like, feels like a normal Tuesday for me, I guess. But (laughs) Tuesday (laughs) is like a really non-sexy day (laughs) of the week. (laughs) If we had to rank them, it'd probably be like the the second least sexy Monday being released. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Do you have any plans for this evening? Um, I'm just going to cook dinner. My husband goes to the office on Mondays and Tuesdays, so he's there now, and I got him a little, like, a couple little gifts, and we'll see if he gets me anything. (laughs) 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 And then I'm going to make shrimp scompy. Ooh, that sounds good. But I'm also still, like on the Weight Watchers train right now, so trying to not eat a bunch of chocolates or anything. Yeah. Does, uh, are you allowed to, or not allowed, but what what is pasta like on the Weight Watchers scale? You just have to watch the portions, which is always my, I think, Achilles heel anyways with anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just eating way too much of anything. But um, there's different pastas that they have now, like they have chickpea pasta that's a little bit better. You Like you can get a little more volume and the one I have is like a protein enriched pasta. Mm-hmm. So I think you can get a little bit more for less points when you add in like those nutrients and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, eat the bo- I eat the bonza pasta a lot since it's gluten free. I know. I I just learned that you're supposed to like rinse that after <laughs> after you cook it because uh, you know it has like that like slimy yeah stuff or I don't I guess it's starch but I didn't know you were supposed to rinse it. Oh, I didn't really know that either. I think apparently it was just if like you run do, it underwater. Yeah, apparently if you rinse it after you cook it, it has a lot better texture. So I might try that next time. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking today that. I was having lunch right before we sat down, and um, I actually went to the store today, which is something I don't usually do because Mm -hmm. as just like a holdover from the pandemic, I usually just order um, stuff on the app to pick up curbside. Mm -hmm. And so I actually went inside the store today and got my groceries for the week, and I got like these, I was like, I don't know. I'm just feeling lazy this week. So I just got like a bag of salad for my lunches for the week. And I, was, I just got two because I was like, okay, I can probably get like two meal sized salads out of each of these bags. Mm-hmm. And I just ate half of the bag. And I was like, I feel like I could literally eat seven full bags of this right now. Like, I know. The bag I'm just in one of those moods. Like, but also the bag salads, like, they make you think there's a lot of food in there, but it's like only half lettuce. And I'm like, I yeah. need three times the amount of lettuce that's in here yeah. to make a big salad out of. I try to like bulk it up. Like I put some chickpeas in it to get some protein and like like um, flaxseed and stuff. But still, it was 
I was just working with what I had and it wasn't very much. <laughs> At-home lunches are always so pathetic and I never try like harder <laughs> to like make them better. I'm just like yeah. scrounging <laughs> basically. Well, I guess it's time for an ankle update. Um, if anybody Tell out there <laughs> wants to know, <laughs> my ankle is drumroll broken. <laughs> no. Yes, it's official. I got an x-ray. She snapped it in half. It snapped. It bent <laughs> and then snapped. <laughs> so, yeah, this last week has been a fun um, mission of trying to get a doctor's appointment because apparently a broken ankle is not top priority for a lot of doctors. So God. I haven't been able I, – I actually have an appointment on the books for tomorrow, so that's good. And hopefully that's I can good. get an estimated, an estimated time of healing journey. So yeah. That's ridiculous that you can't even get an appointment barely. I know. And I know you told me about your – journey to get to the office like oh my gosh with a yeah. broken ankle yeah I had to go drop off my x-ray at um did I already say this on the pod I had to go drop off my x-ray at the hospital where the office is located and they didn't give me like directions for parking and you know at like medical centers part it's so confusing you're just like mm -hmm. uh where do I go where am I allowed to go like yeah so I just found a a lot that was nearby because I didn't know if there was a garage or anything ended up walking like half a mile on my broken ankle into the doctor's office to like drop mm -hmm. off my broken ankle x-ray and I was like this is efficient yeah um I feel should like that should be an easier way to do this should but, not be the case <laughs> yeah at least I feel like I have somewhat of a plan now so I'm feeling better about it Mm hmm That's good. It's it. How did your haircut go last week? <laughs> it was fine. I didn't really <laughs> do anything exciting. I just yeah. showed up with no no plan, mm -hmm. only vibes. <laughs> you know, that's just kind that's of how I'm live. living life these days. It's the way to live. Yeah. And so I did get like kind of um I wouldn't call them bangs, but I have my hair up right now so you can't see them, but like cheek length, like, like curtain bangs. Yeah, a little bit, but not even that. I think that I just liked it because um, as yeah, tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it as she was cutting it. She was like pulling my hair back, and they were like falling forward. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's kind of cute and like different a little bit for me because mm -hmm. I don't, um, I don't know. My updos are not usually very exciting, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I finally got on the books for my hair girl. You're going to do anything out. different? Um, I think I'm going to go a little bit lighter. I've been like trending darker towards my like dishwater blonde lately instead mm -hmm. of like blonde blonde. But I think I'm ready to go back to the sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> step into the light. <laughs> step into the light. So I'm going to go a little blonder and then um, just trim it. I don't think I'm going to cut it short. I think I decided mm -hmm. not to. Just trim. But just trim. Get all those dead ends off. Yeah, I had such dead hair. And now it's just like, I really just need to like 
whip it into shape. Like it's really just sad. Should we start a hair podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I got this like hair serum. I just I know we talked about it before, but like I just feel like my hair is getting so thin. Mm -hmm. And like I don't know if it has to do with like my meds or whatever, but um I got this like scalp serum from uh the brand Necessaire. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I just started using that and hopefully let me know if it works. Hopefully we'll see some improvement, (laughs) but it's bleak right now. Well, in some exciting news, I have secured the Beyonce tickets. Yeah. They are sitting in my (laughs) SeatGeek account as we speak, waiting to be sconned on September 21st. So I'm September. I know. It's a long way away, <laughs> but I mean, well, I'm so excited. You have something to look forward to, so yeah. that's nice. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little pre-Valentine's Have you ever seen Beyonce? Surprise. No, not live. I have. <laughs> I saw her when she did the Lemonade, or when she toured Lemonade. Um, Jealous. amazing. I'm so excited. I bet this tour is going to be even crazier. Yeah, people are really hype about it, and it's going to be super fun. I'm going to start planning my outfit mm-hmm. and all that We're, jazz. Are tickets, like, crazy or um, so vibe? We got, like, 200-level tickets, um, and they were with fees and everything, like, 470 each. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. But they were like, without the fees, they were like 375. The fees are like what makes it crazy. Yeah. I was, I just saw somebody tweet today that they were trying to buy these, like, not even excited, just for like a random event on Ticketmaster. Mm -hmm. They were like, tickets were like $20 each, then they got Mm -hmm. three. So $60 with fees and everything. Their total was more than double the price of the actual tickets. It's insane. And I'm like, the service fee, like, your platform isn't even good, so, like, stop charging us for your shitty... Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even understand what... It's just a scam. Like, it, it's like, a monopoly it really is. they have... Yeah. I mean, they charge it because they can, basically. <laughs> it really is. We're being taken advantage of, but... Yeah. I said, oh, together. we'll just probably have to, like, use our emergency savings for these tickets, and I'm like, well, this is an emergency. <laughs> I have to see Beyonce. There's no other option. Break out the piggy bank. Pretty much, but the tickets are good. I mean, I wanted to, like, I didn't want to go and then sit nosebleed and be like, oh, yeah, I wish yeah. I had, like, invested more money so I could actually see you, so. Absolutely. I feel and good I feel about. And like we, we don't go to, like, that many concerts. Yeah. So when it's, like, you, it's, like, someone you are dying to see, it's, like, mm. might as well ball out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We balled. That's fun. Or is it just you and Nate going? Yeah. And then I had sent my friend who also wanted to go, like, I let her know that there were some tickets that weren't, like, behind a a code wall. Mm -hmm. Um, So she got them, too. And I think there are a couple uh, sections over, so we might carpool or something. Because the other annoying thing is the AT&T Stadium is, like, 40 minutes (laughs) away. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, Mm -hmm. easy to get to. Like, if you wanted to Uber... Like it's it's a it's far drive, yeah. Expensive, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe go I can look park in at like, a Walmart. In maybe Arlington I could look into. Uber. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could look into like the Dart. I don't know if it they should have it go out there. That would be smart. 
Is that where you just like take someone's car and then leave it? No, the Dart is like our train system. Oh. But it's not very popular because it doesn't it's not very robust. Like it doesn't have like a lot of stops that are convenient for a lot of things. So I just need to look right. into it. I think you, you can take it to the airport. So I assume maybe there's a stop that's convenient for Arlington, but we'll see. It seems like it, it would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely would make sense, but <laughs> a lot of things about Texas don't make sense, so. Yeah. Um, anyways, should we get into recapping some of the things we've been watching? Like, did you watch The Bachelor last night? Yeah, I watched. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I saw the whole thing this time for once. Yeah, it was a pretty, I guess there, it was more like, drama than we've seen so far like between the women right other than Christina yeah I don't know I feel like I enjoyed the Christina drama more than I enjoyed this drama but I don't know like I just thought it was funny that what was that girl's name Anastasia Mm -hmm. how she like turned what that girl said into like she was gonna fight me so basically yeah yeah, go ahead what was the other girl's name that interrupted her Kylie so they were on a group date and Anastasia like pulled him aside and all the girls were like, we agreed we weren't going to like monopolize his time on the group date. We were all going to like share equally, basically. So there was kind of like a bad taste in their mouths, which I mean, I feel like you should be able to pull him, but whatever. Um, and then so she was talking to him on the side and Kylie comes up and is like, hey, can I steal him for a sec? And she and um, Anastasia is like, can we have like two more minutes? And she was like, I was going to stand my ground and be like, no, basically, because she had already had like a few minutes with him. And mm-hmm. she was like, please don't make me like fight back and forth with you. Like, we'll we'll all get a chance to talk to him and stuff like that. So like she left and then Anastasia was going around saying that Kylie had basically said she was going to fight her, like physically fight her, <laughs> which so was not true. <laughs> so I thought that was really dumb. Yeah, I hated that. I was just getting such an icky feeling during mm-hmm. that whole portion. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, um, it's one of those things where you're like, you're on camera. Like, we have the footage. Yeah, to we go all back saw what happened. We all saw it. So. And you're just, the only way you can come off is poorly in this moment. Um, and then, yeah, it was showing clips. And obviously, like, you take it with a grain of salt. Like, they edit these things to look certain ways. But, um she was just telling all the girls, like, I felt so attacked and, like, I was scared, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this is not a good look that's, for you. Yeah, that's literally not what happened. And we all saw. And Kylie seems, like, so sweet. And all the girls, like, it kept going to, like, from girl to girl being like, there's no way <laughs> that Kylie meant Yeah, there's it. no <laughs> way she, like, threatened you physically. Yeah. But... Where they are in – they are in the Bahamas now, staying at Bahamar, and it looks really nice. I'm like, I know. I need I'm to jealous. Go there. <laughs> I've jealous. never been to the Bahamas. Me either. <laughs> Sister trip. <laughs> um, but no, really, we have to figure out what our trip is going to be this year. I know. I have some ideas. <laughs> um, um, and then what happened – Oh, basically, Kylie went to Zach saying that she had heard a rumor that Anastasia was talking about how many Instagram followers they were all going to have 
regardless yeah. of if they won or not. And he was I like, thought that was a bit of a mistake on her part to even bring that up. Yeah. Because, I mean, she said it herself. She was like, I didn't actually hear her say these words, but it, yeah. um, I heard it through the grapevine or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was but like, she you could have just that brought Charity up. heard it, and I do trust Charity. Yeah. Obviously. And I think Zach does too. Yeah. But I was, I was just thinking, like, you could have just brought up, you know, the whole misunderstanding with the wanting to fight thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why she felt like she had to, like, transition into this whole right. other thing but right and then Zach got like really really defensive about it which I mean I guess if like in your mind you're like oh they're only here for Instagram followers then like whatever yeah. but the way she explained it was like I think she works in social media and like somebody was asking her about something and she like said what she thought about the question and like like for to, like her expertise or whatever yeah and then to like turn that into like she's only here for instagram followers i thought was a reach but also yeah when he sent her home it felt more like i'm unsure about this but also i don't really feel like a spark with you so why like yeah continue and i feel like the, the a lot of times like the bachelor and the bachelorette like that's their worst fear or they make it seem like that's their worst fear when it's like i'm just so afraid of falling in love with someone who's only here for followers blah 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 mm-hmm. um and yeah like i said it's gonna become at this point it's like you almost expect that yeah but you can be there because you want followers but you can also be there because you want to fall in love it's like they're not mutually they're not mutually exclusive and also if like you say you're like so ready for like a real relationship and marriage like don't you think you'd be able to tell the difference of somebody that is truly wants to be there with you and somebody Mm -hmm. that doesn't like I don't know why that's a fear and I was getting like, even just have, seeing her talk to him, I could kind of get the vibes that she was being a little bit like disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you need to use your, <laughs> you need to use your like skills, like your radar for these things or else you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, she was also pretty defensive. So I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, I don't know if that's going to work out for you. <laughs> but we skipped happened? over his one-on-one with um, Kat. The new oh, yeah. cat, since the other cat went home. <laughs> now she the can go by cat. cat instead of Catherine. Oh, okay. I, I was like, I don't remember this person when she <laughs> yeah. got the date. I but think she's she, really, really she pretty. entered as Catherine and now oh, okay. she's just cat. Okay. Yeah, she's really sense. pretty. They seem to vibe. Um, I wasn't getting as like much of a feeling of connection as I was with Katie in the last episode. Mm. I finally rewatched that portion from the beginning of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seemed like they really like each other. Yeah, yeah I agree. But he so, obviously yeah. really likes Kat as well. Yeah. She and I was getting is. a little bit of the vibe. And I think especially for like the men um, who lead the seasons, a lot of times they can kind of be like, oh my god someone who looks like her is like here for me and then that can kind of like inflate their ego a little bit yeah maybe like he he like sees her as like this fantasy dream girl mm-hmm. and so I don't know I was getting a little bit of that from their date yeah no I agree with that it's like they see this person that they never would have thought that they could end up with almost mm-hmm. and they're like "Ooh, an opportunity but yeah. Then they look past if there's actually a connection there. Yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. I was feeling a little bit of that, but, you know, for all I know, they could have a genuine connection. Yeah, <laughs> She could sure. end up winning. 
Brooklyn's date I thought was really good. Yeah, me too. I really like her. Her story was crazy. She talked about her um, past relationship being in a relationship that was like emotionally and physically abusive. It was really, really hard to watch, but I think Zach handled it pretty well, honestly. I did too. And I said that um, to my friend. I have a friend who comes over to watch on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just like, I actually think he is like a really good listener. And Mm -hmm. like when the girls are telling him their stories, like he actually feels like he cares Mm -hmm. and he can like um, uh, respond to it appropriately like you know like he doesn't feel like um I don't know he doesn't feel like he's cracking under pressure or anything like that when he responds mm-hmm. yeah she like moved his- up I think from her date I feel like she moved up in like who he has his eye on like in the yeah. rankings almost which is a terrible thing to say but um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I feel like they like established a really a deeper connection from their date so I think yeah. she'll be around for a while. I am just, I was really impressed with her and like how she's able to talk about it. And mm-hmm. I mean, not even just that, but the fact that she was able to get out of that situation is just mm-hmm. like really admirable. And it tells you a lot about who she is as a person. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She's one to watch. And then yeah. what else happened? Like, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't that <laughs> great of an episode. First of all, he danced, they showed him dancing a few times. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> like, You're not I, into the dancing. One part of my brain is like, I like that he's able to do that and like not feel embarrassed or like ashamed about mm-hmm. being silly or whatever. But yeah. also, he's just so cringe. <laughs> so. Yeah. He said a couple of things where I was like. Mm. I was, I don't even remember specifically what it was at the beginning of the episode, but I just like. As soon as I saw him and he was talking, I was like, ooh. I've noticed a couple <laughs> times when he's, like, had, like, asides with girls and they're, they'll be, like, talking or trying to catch up. And he's like, okay, enough of this chatter. Can I kiss you now? And I'm like, <laughs> I've been waiting to kiss you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't like oh. it. I don't like my it. husband was like, does he rinse his mouth out with mouthwash between every person? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> There's oh a lot of kissing happening. I thought it was really funny that um, I think her name's Gabby on the group date was like, I'm allergic to shellfish. Yeah. Literally the entire date is like shellfish and I can't <laughs> kiss him because he ate shellfish. Yeah, I felt bad for her. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. They keep showing her and she's not really doing anything, but mm-hmm. for some reason that makes me think that she might be like a dark horse. I feel like I was surprised when she got a rose at the rose ceremony because I didn't think yeah. they like even talked. <laughs> There's still a couple people that I'm like, I have never seen this person in mm-hmm. my life. I'm sorry to this woman. <laughs> sorry. So who all went home? Anastasia went home. And then Anastasia, Genevieve, Genevieve and, and Davia. And that was which was, makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah, it was only three. Okay. And yeah. now they're going to London. Thank God. I was saying, I was like, I would honestly be kind of like disappointed if I got like one of the beach dates because I would mm-hmm. be like, I want to wait. I want to hold off for the Europe dates because that's where I, know, I and would thrive. It looks thrive. like Greer gets the one-on-one in London or a one-on-one in London and she was like crying about not getting it in the Bahamas. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like that's It's going to be better. You're yeah. not going to be riding ATVs in London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of these girls, I think in my mind, I'm like, I, you just need to be a little more patient. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They, it feels you like they're freak freaking out. out too early in the, in the yeah. process. Agreed. Um, Someone who hasn't been freaking out, but I made a, a bit of a observation on. Um, so, you know, Jess with the mm-hmm. body glitter. Mm-hmm. Tell me if this is a good call or not, but she looks exactly like, um, I'm forgetting her name, but the little girl from My Girl. Oh. Who's also in Veep. Yeah, what is her name? I know she who you're talking about. She looks just like her. Just slap some body glitter on her and you've got Jess. <laughs> what? I'm looking up her name. Anna Chalumsky. Yeah, Anna Klumsky. Klumsky. Um, yeah, no, she does look like her. I I was noticing when they like showed her at one part, like her skin is so perfect. It's so I, I said that too. I was like, it's so smooth. It's and, so like, smooth. It looks like when a baby is born and they yeah. they have no pores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna need her to drop the routine. She's I also know. probably like twenty two, so that helps, but she is. I think she's like twenty three. <laughs> But she yeah. is really doing something with that body glitter, though. Like it's she, a lot of she's glitter. She's going for it. It's a lot of glitter. <laughs> I also feel like she was wearing um, a t- um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days inspired dress. At was the, it yellow? Yeah. Did you see it? Oh, I didn't even It had like the low no. back and it was like silky yellow. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Good for her. Yeah. Bachelor this week. Not super exciting. Not super exciting. We'll see what happens. Um, it looks like there's some something menacing happens next week. It may be that Zach gets COVID because they show him on like a webcam. So yeah, I noticed that. Maybe so. We shall see. All right. This weekend was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. You know we love a live TV group event event moment. <laughs> I have to say I didn't watch a GD thing other than the <laughs> Rihanna show. I don't see. know of any of the commercials. You'll you'll even have to take the driver's seat on in that regard. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I watched the whole thing. I I I enjoy football. Um I'm not like a person that watches every single Sunday or anything or I mean, I live in Dallas, so I guess by default I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm not, like, crying when they never make it to the Super Bowl every year <laughs> um, or anything like that. Um, but I do enjoy watching the Super Bowl. I enjoy the food. We didn't do anything. We didn't, like, go anywhere or watch it with anyone. We just stayed at home. But um, we got pizza and um, had a grand old time. I like watching I the – I also got pizza. <laughs> oh, heck, yeah. It's the best football food. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched uh Cheryl Lee Ralph sing Lift Every Voice and Sing, and that was really cool. Um, and then who sang Chris Stapleton? Chris Stapleton sang the national anthem, and that guy was like sobbing. I think it was like the head coach of the Eagles, um, yeah. which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Chris Stapleton sounded really good. I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm just like, I don't know about getting that emotional <laughs> the national anthem. Uh, I just the first song we hear every single day of our lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, the game was actually a good game. Like, it was a close game. Pretty much neither team, in my opinion, was playing that great of defense. So it was like score, 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 score. So it was like even the whole time. 
Mm-hmm. Which is a lot more fun to watch than like a blowout or something. And then Rihanna came on in the <laughs> in halftime. What did you think of her? I thought that so first of all, the first thing I noticed was that she looked like she could be pregnant. Mm-hmm. But she also looks like someone who just had a baby like six mm-hmm. months ago, you know? Yeah. So I think that's kind of the feeling that everyone got. Like nobody wanted to make any assumptions mm-hmm. about it. But turns out that girl is pregnant. I know. That was so exciting. So exciting. Yeah, she loves like uh, making a moment out of her like pregnancy yeah. announcements. Uh, yeah. I love that. Once I got more – once she got more like um, – she was like rubbing on her belly and stuff. I was like, okay, okay, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And those um, like But stages, she looked amazing. Those stages looked so scary. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, was like, like, this is ballsy. I know. I can't even like – if we like drive over one of those like overpasses on the highway, I get scared. So I'm like, I can't imagine just standing. <laughs> I mean, I know she was like in a harness, but I'm like, that's still like too much could go wrong, I feel like. Yeah. But it looked really really cool. cool. (laughs) It looked really cool. She sounded great. She Um, sounded so good. And um, I liked the dancers. I thought they were like, they made the performance. Mm -hmm. There were were so many of them. There were so many and they were in sync and like just killing it. Um, And their outfits were working. (laughs) They looked so comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone was in like a puffer. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I, I think that, yeah, her voice was like really the standout to me. And then the dancing and yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the craziest halftime show ever. She didn't bring out any guests or anything like that, but yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, the people like complaining about like her lack of like dancing and choreo. I'm just like that. Have you ever watched her perform? She doesn't do that. Like yeah. that's not she's her bag. Not like, like she's yeah. not Beyonce. She does something different. Um, right. So I I didn't I know. I thought what she danced a lot. In my mind, and I was like, pregnant, she I was like, I she's thought. probably like saving her lung capacity for singing. Yeah, she can't get her heart rate up too much. Um, but yeah, I don't. I didn't like any of those like criticisms because I'm like me either. She hasn't performed live in like over six years um I don't know what you're expecting (laughs) like this is her personality this is who she is this is who she's always been so yeah um I like her kind of like DGAF attitude me too (laughs) and she always you don't have to I don't know they've had plenty of performers who aren't like professional dancers (laughs) yeah do the so get over it so we enjoyed that (laughs) and then the commercials were something i mean i can just touch on them really quickly um nothing made me laugh (laughs) i didn't think any of them were good like i don't know they just like it it kind of bums me out to like think about the amount of money that are spent on them Mm -hmm. and then like these like half-assed ideas that are just sometimes weird and make no sense and then like there were so many celebrity cameos that like you're not even like delighted anymore (laughs) to see Mm -hmm. people because you're just like every single person has an endorsement deal yeah and it's just like it's just oversaturated to be Yeah, yeah it's oversaturated and it kind of bums me out I feel like it used to be like an actual like kind of just like a master class in 
marketing and mm-hmm. like creative like coming up with creative ideas you mm-hmm. didn't always have to have like a celebrity poll or anything mm-hmm. like that it was just kind of like let's see who can come up with the best um funniest like yeah I don't know way I saw their company I saw a tweet that like made me like yeah um they're like imagine like seeing your company that just laid you off spend like yeah. seven million dollars on a Super Bowl ad and I yeah, was like I yeah that. like in the economic climate that we're in these companies that obviously don't even really need the exposure like spending mm-hmm. that amount of money on one ad that's not even good like it's just kind yeah. of depressing yeah and that's why I'm not even like I'm not even worried about like missing out anymore like I used to want I'm not a football person if it's not clear enough already um, <laughs> I don't I've never like watched the game but I used to at least like wanna be tuned in for the commercials or like at least like watch a highlight reel afterward uh, afterwards of like the good ones but mm-hmm. now I'm just like I don't I don't really care like they were just another. so unmemorable like I couldn't even like tell you one that I saw yeah. that I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like I couldn't even. Tell I keep you. seeing some stuff about the about one about like Jesus or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think they show the same commercial like during maybe The Bachelor or something where it's like showing people like fight like stills of people like yelling at each other, and then mm-hmm. it's like Jesus can heal, and it's like he gets us dot com. It's like Jesus. Us, like that U.S. is highlighted. <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, I don't even know. Apparently, they like spent $20 million on that ad. And like people oh are talking gosh. about they're like, if your religion once is like supposed supposedly like built on helping people, couldn't you have taken that money and actually helped people right. <laughs> instead of making a commercial on the Super Bowl? Like I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. really understand, but fun stuff that mm-hmm. was the only one I was really curious about because I kept seeing like references to I'd it, seen but... the commercial before it wasn't a new commercial um mm-hmm. I don't know what I've seen it on maybe on Je- I don't know Jeopardy <laughs> I, I don't know they don't show it commercials I'll, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you um, okay it's a little bizarre um yeah so those were my thoughts on the commercials kind of amazing depressing (laughs) but um one thing there were a a bunch of uh, movie trailers that dropped as well and they did show the air trailer which we had kind of Mm -hmm. texted about earlier um it's a new film coming out from ben affleck and um matt damon Damon. (laughs) and it's about the nike's acquisition of um air jordan the brand so or they're, I guess they kind of like partnered with him to create the brand, but it looks interesting. It seems like a yeah. a story I'd be interested in seeing, but I don't know. Yeah. Ben Affleck's wig is kind of throwing me off as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. It does look like something I would be interested in. <laughs> Where was it? I think I saw a tweet. Someone was like, we bought a shoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's giving. We bought a shoe. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I liked that yeah. a lot, but I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I have much good. more to say about that. But <laughs> who I else really is in either. it? Like, I don't think I got like the full details. Is Ben Affleck directed it? Right? Yeah, Ben Affleck directs it. It's coming out in April. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has Viola Davis. Yeah, she plays Michael Jordan's mom. Chris Tucker, Jason Bateman, my boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christmas scene on my other boy. <laughs> oh, I have something I to love say him. about him. Go for it. 
Oh, we could talk about it. Oh, well, I guess oh. we have we're, we don't have a letterbox roundup, but I watched um, You've Got Mail over the weekend. Like I spent the weekend yeah. kind of just watching rom coms that were on TV, like with commercials, which I I do like enjoy doing sometimes because uh-huh. it's like four hours and you can like go to the kitchen and go to the bathroom <laughs> when the commercials come on. But yeah. um, I watched You've Got Mail and Chris Messina is in it. Mm-hmm. He has like a little cameo. I, I mean, he has I like one line, that. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's Christmas Cena!" <laughs> um, I remember so noticing young. that the last time I watched it. Yeah, he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what rating did you give? You've got mail upon rewatch. I think four and a half. Nice. It's pretty high up there. I mean, in the canon of rom coms, oh, I gave it four. Um. Okay, so I haven't I didn't really watch a lot of like new TV this week. One thing I did start was I I kind of like having a show that I can just put on in the background, mm-hmm. which sounds bad, but like when I do while I do other stuff during the day and like something that you're able to follow like a soap opera that you don't really have to pay attention to, which I feel like a lot of Bravo shows are kind of like that, um, mm-hmm. like the Housewives and stuff. But I had I've honestly watched every single Housewife. <laughs> I've watched pretty much every show on Bravo. Um, one I hadn't dove into yet was Married to Medicine. So <laughs> now I have now that I have Peacock, they have like literally every show, every season, every episode on there. So I started uh-huh. watching it. Um, and it's really good, and I really like it. What is it? Is so it it's wives it's, of doctors. <laughs> basically, it's it's set in Atlanta, which is a really good reality TV city. Like they always are the funniest, and like have the best sense of humor and the best like commentary. Uh huh. So I love like Real Housewives of Atlanta, but these are all women in Atlanta that are either married to doctors or they are doctors, and they're all mm-hmm. kind of like in the same social circle. So it's it's pretty much like a housewife show, but. It's just based around, like, the medical community. And they're really, really funny. And I've only only gotten – I think I'm at the end of the first season. Um, But it – there's a lot of seasons because the first season aired in 2013. (laughs) So it's, like, 10 years ago. How have I never even heard of this? Because there's so many shows on Bravo that, like, are popular only to people who watch Bravo. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have ever heard of these people unless you're like (laughs) a Bravo person. And then they're like really big celebrities, but other people that don't watch that network have never heard of them. (laughs) Right. So um, yeah, it started in 2013 and it's fun to like see like their like makeup and clothes and like (laughs) all that. Like 10 years ago. That's crazy. So I've been enjoying that. what have nice. you been watching this week? Um, well, you reminded me that I, when you were talking about shows you like to have on in the background, um, I started the second season of Firefly Lane. Oh. Have you watched it? No, I haven't. <laughs> um, I was like, I almost wanted to like go back and rewatch the first season because I like could barely remember what happened. But it's based on a book. I think it's by Kristen Hanna. Let me look it up really quick. Yeah, Kristen Hanna, who wrote The Nightingale, which is like a really famous book. Mm-hmm. It might be a series, actually, but anyways. That it's was on just Jeopardy the other day. The Nightingale, it was an answer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I've heard several people tell me it's like their favorite book of all time, and I'm like, I need to read that. Um, but, anyways, the show stars Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk 
from grad school. I didn't know she was still working. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's just kind of like one complaint I do have is like I have a hard time keeping up with the timelines because there's like three timelines that they go between. Mm -hmm. So it's like one is the most recent, but it actually takes place in like 2004, I think. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to like the 80s and then it goes back to like the 70s where these two girls who are best friends and they've like grown up together and all like all their their story and like fallings out and like all that kind of stuff um but it's really enjoyable I don't know it's kind of just like it's cringe but it's like the good kind of cringe yeah and I've enjoyed the second season so far I think I am only like halfway through it but um a friend of mine said she liked the second season even more than the first so I like Sarah Chalk. I can't believe I've never – I think I've, like, heard of it, but I've never heard anybody really say that they watched it or talked about yeah. it. So that's I only know one other person who who watched it because I told them to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like it. I don't know. It's just, like, it's fun to see, like, different timelines – or not timelines, but, like, different uh, eras, I guess, mm-hmm. of the same people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um And there's a lot of like kind of like twists and turns and, you know, one of the girls is trying to figure out who her dad is Mm -hmm. and like she has a complicated relationship with her mom and like Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. So maybe I'll check it out. You should. But tell me about other than that. Yeah, tell me about your magic mic. (laughs) I forced my married friends to have a Galentine's (laughs) weekend with me. No, I'm just kidding. No, I love Galentine's. It's so fun. I know. So me and my friends had a Magic Mike marathon over the weekend. So we watched the first two movies at my friend's house, and then we went out and saw the new one. Mm -hmm. Just what a sensational (laughs) gift we've been given (laughs) by Steven Soderbergh. (laughs) Those movies are so much better than they have any right to be. They're so fun. I haven't watched, like, I saw the first one when it came out in theaters, and I remember liking it. You haven't seen XXL? I haven't seen it since. (gasps) I never watched XXL. (laughs) XXL is the one you need to watch. Is it better? Yes. Do you rank rank XXL, then the first one, then the new one? Is that how you rank them? Okay. I need to watch it. It's so good. (laughs) Um, It's just like, so XXL is more, it's like more of a road trip slash like friendship movie Mm -hmm. so you get to see a little bit of like the crew the crew of dancers um you get to know them a little bit in the first one but it's really more focused on Channing Tatum's character Mm -hmm. and also Alex Pettifer's character who sucks Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they made the correct choice of not bringing him back in the second one Mm -hmm. but it focuses more on like the kind of like ragtags crew um they're on a and Joe Manganiello's and still in it right Okay. Yes, he's the best. (laughs) That's the like. If you think he's hot, you have to watch the second one because he shines like a diamond. (laughs) I will be watching. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're on like a road trip to like a stripper convention. (laughs) No, they're not a stripper convention. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. And it's like they make this these stops along the way, and it's kind of like you meet all of these like side characters that are really fun. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is in it, mm-hmm. and um, Michael Strahan has like a small cameo. Is he stripping? Twitch is in it. He actually has like a really um, Twitch. He has like a yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And I I forgot he was in it, and so like when he popped up, I was like, oh my gosh! And then you're just reminded just like how much of a talented mm-hmm. like dancer and yeah. performer he was, because yeah. he kind of has like a, a larger feature in it. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's just a really good time. Okay, and um, I need to catch up. Yeah, you gotta watch and it. And so what what did you think of the new one? So the new one. Um, I think in general, the movie, all three of the movies benefit from watching with other people, mm-hmm. um, ideally in like a theater with an audience. So I think that that kind of bumped it up a little bit in my estimation, I guess. But my major complaint is that that ragtag team that I was talking about is like barely in it. Mm-hmm. They have like a teeny tiny like excuse for cameos, mm-hmm. basically. So they're like rounding up a whole new team. And you don't even really get to know any of them. So it's really just kind of centered on Channing Tatum and the Selma Hayek character. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is probably the biggest uh, faux pas in the movie is Mm -hmm. not like fleshing out some of those other characters. Because I have no, you know, by the end of it, I have like no connection to them or anything. So, But it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was enjoyable. There were some, it was kind of like, okay, so there's, it's been like, the second movie came out in 2015. Mm -hmm. So it's been like seven, eight years. And you could tell that Channing was kind of like, I'm not doing as much dancing in this one. (laughs) Like, he's like, like I'm I'm too old for this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But he does have a couple of really good, well, it opens with an absolutely sensational set piece Mm -hmm. of him dancing for Selma Hayek Mm -hmm. and that's really where the movie peaks which it's unfortunate that it was so early but yeah (laughs) I was like you know I was riding high in that moment and it kind of just went down (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh even the last like the last big set piece of dancing where you know the whole movie's leading up to Mm -hmm. It was entertaining. Like it was, it's always fun to watch like people who can move like that, <laughs> like do what they do. But like I said, I would have just like loved to have actual connections with these characters that are doing it. Yeah, and, yeah, that makes sense. So it was a little bit of a letdown in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that they hadn't waited so long between the second and the third movie to make another one. But you know, we got what we got. <laughs> do you think and this will be like? Is- do you think this will be the featured. final installment or will there be more? Did it That's what they say. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they did like some sort of spinoff like they do with a lot of other kind of dance movies, mm-hmm. like straight to video or something yeah. like that. Like bring it on. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I need to catch up now that now I want to watch XXL. You have to watch XXL. It's so fun. Do you think Neek would like it? Or would he be like, what the Yeah, I think he would like it. Has he seen Magic Mike? I don't know. (laughs) I'll have to ask. I would say, like, watch it with your girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But um, it was, I will say it was really fun kind of, like, watching them all back to back. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, it works well as a piece together. Maybe I will set aside... A day for Magic Mike. <laughs> An entire day. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right. Um, should we get into watching up? Yeah. Let's get our first into official it. watching up segment. I know. I'm excited. So this week, um, just as a reminder, we had assigned each other um, movies that each of us had missed from that came out in 2022. Um, and Rachel assigned me Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. So I watched it. Um, I watched what did you it. Think? I watched it on. I had taken Friday off as a sick day because of my ankle, and I just was having a tough mental week, I feel like. So I was like, I need to Mm -hmm. take a day. And um, so I ended up watching it kind of like in the early, in the late morning, early afternoon, um, along with my lunch. And it was so cute. Oh, it's a nice time to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) I love, and I, I kind of talked on the last episode about how I was familiar with the character because when the YouTube video came out in um, like the late aughts, I think, um, Mm -hmm. I watched it over and over and over and me and my friends kind of like quoted it all the time Mm -hmm. to each other. And so it was like a warm blanket just seeing like my favorite little shell again. (laughs) I'm partially a shell. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It was so sweet. Um, I, I liked the themes, like some of the themes, the takeaways were kind of talking about isolation, taking care of an aging loved one, grief, divorce, fear of change, and all those things. And mm-hmm. it just felt like a really good kind of like rainy day movie to me, where mm-hmm. it's just like comforting in in a way yeah. where you're just watching it and you you feel like understood because it's, it's talking so a lot about a lot of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. But, like, not even so explicitly so. It's just kind of, like, this shell. Right. <laughs> like, living his life. Yeah. But also going through a lot of the things that humans go through. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved Il- Isabella Rossellini as the grandma. So sweet. It's like, she's iconic. I know. And I and love the animation style. It's something that I don't know if I've really ever seen before mm-hmm. with it with like the stop motion but also interacting with like a real Humans. world yeah yeah <laughs> the real world it was super fun to watch yeah. that yeah and I love like um just all the little tidbits about how like they go about life as shells like mm-hmm. what they do to like get tasks done mm-hmm. like it ha- the adjustments they have to make and like the ingenuity <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They have to, like, invent their own, like, system for doing things, and Mm -hmm. it's just really fun and creative. Right. Um, All the different ways that they were able to show that. Yeah, I liked that it was a tight 90, in and out. Yes. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Um, And I loved Marcel's rendition of one of our favorite songs, Peaceful Easy Feeling by the Eagles. So sweet. I was like, I want to rewind it and watch him sing One of the best parts of the whole movie is, like, when he's singing that, Uh and then it, like, zooms out of all his, like, family there, and there's just, like, a tampon sitting there. Like I with its string wrapped that. around, it has like its string wrapped around like a shell next to it or something. <laughs> like it's putting its arm around it. I know. I thought it was like, funny when they showed like when they finally spoiler when they finally found the community or whatever, and they're not mm-hmm. all like shells. There's like a piece of Chex mix. And, like, yeah, like, <laughs> just different random things. Um, that so was funny. Cute. And then there was also 
quite a lot of skating in the movie where they were like mm-hmm. ice skating on a dirty mirror and I was triggered. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't break yeah. your ankle. <laughs> She's triggered. I was triggered. But She's no, overall, um, I loved it. It was really cute. I gave it three and a half stars, which reminder for me is really, really good. <laughs> and um, I just said Marcel's rendition of Peaceful Easy Feeling healed my body and my soul. as it should yeah Um, I loved it yeah so that was my watching up experience how was yours so you assigned me the task of watching Jordan Peele's nope yep which I was a little nervous for I was a little apprehensive Mm -hmm. uh as we talked about like in the last episode I was kind of planning on hopefully finding a time that I could watch it in the daylight (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be too scared Mm -hmm. and I was able to do that yesterday Mm -hmm. so um I was not scared at all let me just start. There. I told you it's not. I'm scary. so proud of myself. Yeah, it wasn't scary to me. <laughs> I am glad that it wasn't scary, and I also this is what like makes me mad at myself mm-hmm. with these movies because it's like, or just like makes me frustrated because it's like I don't know what I can and can't watch because nobody knows like how my brain works or like what is actually going to scare me. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I ask, like, other people, is this scary? They're like, I mean, I didn't think it was scary. <laughs> and I'm like, right. okay, well, that doesn't tell me anything, really. Yeah. So um, it can just be kind of like a – if I actually do end up watching it, it's just kind of, like, at my own risk, I guess. Mm-hmm. But but I'm so glad I watched this, and I'm so glad you assigned it to me because it was so good. I And I cannot believe it was shut out from Oscars. I know. Isn't that shocking? It's astonishing. 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 <laughs> like, the cinematography, like you said, was so good. Mm-hmm. It should have a place in, like, visual effects. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, people. Yeah. So the part that I was actually, like, the most scared about mm-hmm. <laughs> was the, the subplot involving uh, the chimp mm-hmm. who kind of goes postal, like, mm-hmm. literally, um, on the set of the TV show mm-hmm. in the 90s. And it really was not, like, as bad as I thought it was. I just, like, I know it, I've had, I've heard enough horror stories about chimps that I'm just, like, not for absolutely me. not. Not for me. <laughs> like, chimps they really freak me out. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they really freak me out. And um, this, you know, the two, like you said, the two segments that, like, featured the chimp, they didn't actually really show anything, mm-hmm. per se. It was more kind of just like the aftermath of... I remember going to see it like opening weekend in theaters and when it the movie literally opens with the chimp, right? Yeah. It's like the first thing yeah. you see. And I was so confused because I was like, am I in the right movie? Like I didn't understand <laughs> what that had to do with like... And I guess there was enough like mystery surrounding what the movie was actually about to where I was like, okay, this will mm-hmm. tie in somehow. But yeah. I, I really Strap for a second in. was like, am I, in, am I in the wrong theater? Like, but it was yeah. scary when he it looks at even... the camera and didn't like that. Yeah, it was very unsettling. <laughs> it wasn't even like a important part of the story necessarily. It was just kind of like a an aside, but also just another element of like being able to unsettle people, I mm-hmm. guess. Well, the whole, like, overarching theme of the movie is about the spectacle, right? Like, what are we willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice to 
like get the shot, get the notoriety, get the, the praise, the fame, like what are we willing to sacrifice? And that whole like scene with the monkey, it's kind of like playing with fire almost like exactly we have these creatures that we know we can't on some level control what they do but we're willing to risk it for kind of these corny jokes that don't even like matter it's like it it ties into the overarching theme of the movie I think for sure yeah that's true um speaking of the animals uh I felt so bad for the horses (laughs) I know. The whole time I was like, they're getting abducted. <laughs> <laughs> they're all getting abducted. <laughs> they're know. all under so much stress I know. from this being in the sky. Um, but yeah, I thought that he did a really good job of like just the whole kind of like extraterrestrial UFO mm-hmm. element of it all. Um, it was just kind of... Uh, harken back to like I remember seeing like the global inquirers like in the in the grocery store like checkout line Mm -hmm. where it would be like this grainy photo of like a UFO yeah and I think I feel like he really captured that kind of like you don't you don't really know like your brain can't process what you're looking at Mm -hmm. like you don't know what you're actually seeing until it's like right up in your face Mm -hmm. almost yeah um like when you first like in the first shot when you see it and it kind of just like scurries behind a cloud, yeah. you're like, it's basically just a shadow behind a cloud, right? You're like, what was that? Even like the audience, he doesn't like let in on. He kind of shows the audience what the characters see and how they perceive it at first, yeah. Which I thought was really like tactful and effective. Um, Agreed. Yeah, he doesn't. He kind of like withholds the actual showing of it until later and even then like when he is showing it and you can see it like I said it's just like your brain can't process what it is Mm -hmm. Um, it was so cool um so what was your favorite part let's see I think my favorite part oh I really liked the part where (laughs) where the UFO after it had abducted I guess all of I don't even know if you would call it a UFO it was like a it's an well that's kind of like one of the (laughs) yeah that's like the big reveal of the movie is like you think it's like a ufo abducting people and things but it's actually and like spoiler if you haven't seen it obviously it's like some sort of animal that's actually eating monster these people yeah yeah so it's not like a spaceship but it's like an actual creature itself yeah but after it kind of ate, I guess, all of those people that were at the Stephen Yun like, family show mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it goes to the Haywoods house mm-hmm. and basically, like, has its period on top of their house. <laughs> it, like, shits <laughs> just, and throws up all over Yeah, it. it just basically, like, expresses all of the fluids uh-huh. from the people that it's consumed. Uh-huh. And I thought that that looked really cool Uh and was, like, a really effective image, especially because it was so dark Uh and you could only really see it when Uh the lightning was flashing. And it was kind of giving, like, the Norman Bates's house, like, vibe, Mm -hmm. like, up on the hill. It had – you were getting these, like, really kind of low-angle shots of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that that was really effective. A lot of the imagery in this movie was, like, super effective. Yeah. 
Which um, is why we're shot. surprised it didn't get nominated for yeah, exactly. any of the visuals. Another shot that I really liked was um, after... Oh, well, the whole, the whole sequence of Kiki Palmer, like, going to the theme park and, like, letting the big cowboy balloon fly up mm-hmm. to obviously distract the creature in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then her getting those, like wishing well mm-hmm. shots from below mm-hmm. that was so cool yeah. I just loved that yeah. whole part and then the shot I really liked at the very end when she has defeated the monster and then she's like t- you know taking a breath and she looks up and sees her brother on the horse like at the entrance of the theme park mm-hmm. um it just looked really cool he was like behind basically a cloud of dust mm-hmm. but you could see the silhouette of the horse mm-hmm. and his like orange shirt mm-hmm. through the dust i really cool loved the shot where um he's on the horse and like the whole thing about like if you don't look it in the eye it won't mm-hmm. notice you basically so yeah. like it's like literally hovering right above him and the camera's kind of like panning yes. all around his face as he's like looking down but it looks like he's wearing the thing as like a hat yeah basically. as a hat yeah it looked like a cowboy hat mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was really yeah. really cool yep That's so, so what did you rate what were your ratings did you put it on letterbox so, yet i did i rated it four stars which for me <laughs> as we talked about is very good <laughs> um and obviously hold on one second so my review of it was I'm so sorry, but you will never catch me in a room with a loose chimp. I don't care. <laughs> and my runner-up review was nothing but respect for my don't look up. <laughs> yes. No, this is so, so much better than don't look up. Um, I also wanted to give a shout-out to, let me get his name, Oz Perkins, who was in the very beginning of the movie. He was working on the movie set mm. that they were, like, training the horses for. Mm-hmm. And he's the tall guy, the tall, like, loser character from Legally Blonde, who, like, helps oh. her get to get a book off shelves. The guy that's, like, <laughs> Frankenstein-ish looking almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I, like, recognized him right away. I was like, I literally haven't seen you since Legally Blonde. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Oz. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so two good movies we caught up on this week. Um, so for next week, I know. Yeah, that was a good start. So since we're kind of about a month out from the Oscars, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of for our watching up themes for the next few weeks do um, Oscar nominees that we haven't watched. So um, each of us is going to pick an Oscar category each week and the other person's going to assign them a movie to watch from yeah. that category and it doesn't have to be the winner but it has to be nominated in that category yeah. from any so year we're basically just working with all time yeah nominees all-time. from these categories that we pick so do you want to start yeah sure um so i know you had chosen to pick best animated feature yeah so um the first, yeah, the first category I want to do is best animated feature because I, there's just so many that I haven't seen. So I figured it would be, you would have plenty of options. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big like animated movie person. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to, it's, it's one of those things where I'm always like, oh, I've heard this is so good. I need to watch it. But because it's animated, I almost have like that hurdle I need to jump over mm-hmm. in order to motivate myself to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to 
be pushed yes. to watch something. So I kind of did a little bit of research on this category in general. Um, I didn't know that Best Animated Feature, the first time that that was awarded was in 2002. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty much a so newer, recent. yeah, in the last 21 years, it's a newer category that they award at the Academy Awards. Um, do you know what the first movie to win Best Animated Feature was? So 2002. So the movie came um, out in 2001. Hmm. Shrek? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Shrek is the very first uh, Best Animated Picture winner, which I thought was amazing. Which is absolutely appropriate. Appropriate. And warranted. They invented the category for Shrek. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but so I was having a hard time because there are so many good ones. But I think we had talked about this year – the Academy the Academy Awards nominees for Best Animated Feature, like the category is stacked. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many good ones that came out last year. So I was like, do I want to do an older one? Do I want to do a newer one? But I think ultimately I'm going to assign you Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. <laughs> Yay! I thought you might do that, but I wasn't sure if you would do something so recent. I know. I I kind of like, I'm like, do I need to go back further in time? But honestly, this year is one of the, I looked at every single race from every single year that they've had this category. And I think this year might be the best one that they've ever had because I could have assigned (laughs) you Pinocchio or Turning Red. I think they're both really, 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 really good and really original. Um, Obviously, Pinocchio is not an original story. It dates back a long time, but his spin on it, the animation, the stop motion animation is exquisite. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. that you enjoy Marcel the Shell, so I think the animation (laughs) you'll really appreciate in it. And I'm just excited to see what you think, because when I first saw it, I cried at the end. Oh, good. So, yeah. Well, I'm probably going to cry too then. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. It. It's on Netflix, so. Yeah, so it's easy to find. Mm-hmm. That's good. Amazing. All right. Do you want to tell us what category you've chosen? Yeah, I think so. I think assigning these from you to me is going to be a little easier because I've seen a lot less. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I've chosen to start with the best director category. Okay. Because I'm just like really into directors recently. And um yeah. There's so many that I feel like I haven't dove into, so maybe this will be a good jumping off point for somebody. Awesome. Yeah. So I also looked up the award. Obviously, this is an award that has existed as long as the Academy Awards have. Or this is, yeah, a a category that has existed as long as the awards have. The first one was like 1929. 29. Okay. Yeah. And it was actually, um, they had two categories back then, one for dramatic and one for comedy. Mm-hmm. So um, they, you know, awarded two directors with uh, oh, the award back do then. That again. Yeah, you would think. But yeah, this year is also kind of stacked in director too. Um, but I did not assign you a one from this past year. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking it back to 1960. Ooh. Um, and this is actually the director who ended up winning. Um, it's Billy Wilder for The Apartment. Okay. Have you ever seen any Billy Wilder movies? Never heard of him. Never heard of The Apartment. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, you are in for a treat. So The Apartment stars Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine. Okay. 
who is super cute in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, so young and so, like, pretty. I mean, she's still beautiful. But, I love her. Um, yeah, she's just gives a really great performance. Um, I think I actually might rewatch this one with you just to refresh my memory uh-huh. on it. Um, but yeah, from it's like a love story. It's kind of like one of the original romantic comedies. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's kind of cool that it actually won um, the award for Best Director. Was it also nominated for Best Picture? I believe it was. Okay. Let me look really quick. A lot of times the... Those two go hand in hand, best director and best picture. Yeah, yeah, it won best picture that year. So yeah, Jack Lemmon and Shirley, Shirley MacLaine were both nominated in their categories. But yeah, from what I remember, just kind of a story of like American like workforce, basically, uh-huh. like uh, kind of just like being a cog in the machine a little bit and kind of breaking out of that mundanity. You know, the Jack Lemmon character meets Shirley MacLaine and. Yeah, I won't spoil it too much. Sounds right up my alley. I'm excited. But uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Yay! So that one is available on like Pluto and Tubi. Okay. If you have either of those. I'll get them. For free. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yay! These are some good excitements. So yeah, I'm excited. Make sure so the next four weeks we'll be doing yeah Oscar this Oscar theme up until the big day. Um, Awesome. All right, I have this game. It's called Celebrity Trivia. So I thought we could, I could just pick out like a few and like ask you. Okay. Is that lame? Let's do it. Let's do three. I wish I had some to ask you. Well, maybe I could like hold one up to the camera and you can ask me and I won't look. <laughs> okay. They have like their multiple choice. Do you want me to say the choices or do you want to just try to get them without the choices? Uh, I can try first, and then if I need help, I'll ask you. Okay. Well, these are kind of hard. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> when Gwen Stefani married Gavin Rossdale, who designed her wedding dress? Galliano? Yes. How did you know that? Damn. Because of the song. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not going to be able to trick you. <laughs> if I was a rich girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay um why are these all about wedding dresses okay what color was <laughs> sarah jessica parker's wedding dress when she married matthew broderick Ooh, uh pink no the options are what are the pink, options black purple and red purple um no it says black and what year was rihanna born fitting Ooh. um 19 19- what if you were like 1889? <laughs> 1989? Close. 1988. Oh, I was wondering if I should go one more year. I was like, because she's not your age. She's got to be older. She's not age. Um, which university did Tiger Woods attend? Oh, sports related. <laughs> I don't do sports. Um. Do you want the options? Yeah. Yale, Harvard, Stanford, or Columbia? Um, Stanford? Yes. Ooh. (laughs) Look at me. Which movie star installed refrigerators before he was famous? Do you want the options? Okay, I'm going to need the options, yeah. Vin Diesel, Will Smith, Bradley Cooper, and George Clooney. Um, that's giving Vin. Nope. No? It's giving... George? Nope, it's giving Will Smith. (laughs) 
Wow. Wow. What a fun game. <laughs> I don't know if this is working, but here, you read this one. I can't see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see. All right. Who, who said failure is just life trying to move us in another direction? Uh, what are the options? <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, or Condoleezza Rice? Oprah? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like Oprah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, I don't know if that was the most fun game, but we'll come up with some we'll better. Workshop we'll it. workshop it. Yeah. Um, awesome. So that's our show this week. I want to thank everybody for listening on this Valentine's Day week. Um, if you have any questions or commentary or want to tell us what you've been watching you can email us at watchinguppod at gmail.com yeah and don't forget to subscribe yep. or follow we'll post every week fun rate reviews discussions <laughs> about your favorite things awesome. awesome i'm excited to watch up this week yep see you next week all right love ya bye bye no no that's all i have to say Thank you.